house. Um, <laughs> you'd think that'd be the easy one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Isn't this what you do? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome. I am Aaron Ships, Director of Marketing and Communications for the National Auctioneers Association. And today we are talking about building a culture of auctions in your community. I have with me Braden McCurdy, C-A-I-A-A-R-E-A-M-M, Chief Executive Officer and Auctioneer at McCurdy Auction. Welcome, Braden. Hello, Aaron. Welcome. We're pleased to have you. So Braden has AARE accredited auctioneer real estate designation, but he's also an instructor, which we very much appreciate at the NAA. He's brokered over 200 million in sales dollars by the age of 37, has been recognized annually with the Masters Club Award from the Realtors of South Central Kansas for no less than $5 million in annual sales since 2004. So I think it's safe to say Braden has a little experience in the real estate market and making it work in his community. So when we're talking about building the auction culture, there's a lot of things that businesses and auctioneers do to build your brand recognition and presence in the community. But we're also fighting against the lack of knowledge in the public about what auctions are now, what everybody actually does. So some questions for all of you listening. How often do you find yourself explaining what you do in your community? Do you run into misconceptions? How can a profession that's been around for hundreds of years still be so misunderstood? And, you know, the answer really probably is we have not done a good enough job at telling the public we've evolved and that we are in so many markets. We're selling so many different things, such an important piece. So we're going to talk a little bit about creating a culture of auctions in that community. So, Braden, what does that mean to you? I think, first up, we battle on a regular daily basis the misperception of auction. And when you stop and analyze the business, at least from our perspective, the majority of the situations are the opposite of financial distress. It's that these are truly free and clear properties. There's zero financial distress element whatsoever. These are owners that are truly just ready to be finished with their ownership responsibilities and move on with the next chapter of their lives. Within the auction industry, I know auctioneers across the country, we get to work for some of the coolest sellers. And we get to work for some of the most prominent families within these communities. And that's not only an opportunity, but it's rewarding to help them navigate what may be a very large transition or within their family. And so naturally, yes, we definitely deal with the perception element. So Braden, what is the biggest thing an auctioneer can do to fight against misperception? I think that big picture, when you are sitting down and you're saying, okay, how do we tell the world what we do? It's one of those things that you kind of almost have to see it to believe it. Mm -hmm. When you've been in the trenches and you've worked for that family and you've seen the competition play out and you know you walked away from there realizing that family more money, that's the power. And we sometimes around our shop say the power of the gavel. Mm -hmm. It gets in your blood and spreading the goodwill about our industry is something that I think we all as auctioneers have a responsibility to you know, talk about what we do and how we can benefit our clients. Because ultimately, we're in the business of connecting buyers and sellers. It's effective. It's obviously timely. Timeliness can factor into different elements of the marketplace. There's sometimes where speed is very important, 
And sometimes it's more about the competition. And today's climate, specifically within real estate, that's the, the messages that we're talking a lot about is sometimes it's not as much a matter of finding a buyer. It's figuring out who will pay the most for it. Mm. And so that auction solution is obviously very, very valuable and beneficial in this type of a market. But back to the culture element. This is a business that you kind of live, eat, sleep, and breathe. Somebody told me years ago, it was out of the real estate side of things, real estate is not part-time. Real estate is not full-time. It can be all the time. Mm -hmm. And so you do have to obviously have some parameters and maybe some guardrails to a degree. But at the same time, when you do stop and you say, okay, let's become, and this is where the pathway we've taken is not so much that we're in Chicago one day or in New York the next day or in Dallas the next day selling that we've recognized and identified that real estate is a local product. And so really becoming an expert in our local community and becoming entrenched within that community has been very high on our radar. And so it doesn't happen overnight. We were blessed with a foundation of parents that had started this business in 1982. Growing up in the auction business, we ran sheets. We worked at a lot of personal property auctions and cleaned out a lot of houses mm -hmm. and worked through the business in that regard. But fortunately, there was a foundation set very heavily within personal property, but also real estate. And, and so as our family business has evolved, we've continued to you know, spread and grow and conduct more auctions. And you know, one thing we learned early on is good auctions or auctions will get auctions. And if you do a really good job for one family, they tell somebody else, mm -hmm. and it just begins to kind of spread that word of mouth. And so that is probably the single best thing that we've been able to build on mm -hmm. is the fact that we do one good job after another and try to realize the most exposure out of that as possible. With all the word of mouth, are you doing any advertising at all? Up until really this last decade, we didn't really do any institutional advertising. It was solely word of mouth hmm. and growing the business through advocates within our marketplace that said, hey, think about an auction. You know, an auction might be a right solution. And Every day we battle the conversations about, well, why would I auction that? Mm -hmm. The perception is definitely a reality that we deal with within this industry. So step one for somebody trying to build the culture of auctions in their community is just be better at customer service, right? Get that return and that, that talk happening in the community. Aaron, you nailed it. Today, people are starving for good quality service. And what we've found is people will pay for good service. Mm -hmm. You know, we've all learned at many of the NAA educational opportunities, sometimes you may not be the most economical vendor, but we know people will pay for good service. And so figuring out how to be there for the client responding, answering their phone calls, answering their emails, prepping them, managing their expectations, all contributes to a happy customer at the mm -hmm. tail end. And that's the mission here. Um, you know, in today's world, we talk about online reviews and everybody's goal and objective should be to achieve that five-star rating. And you can do everything perfect through an entire transaction and one little hiccup at the tail end, and it can leave maybe not the best taste in that client's mouth. Mm -hmm. And so it's very, very critical that you've managed it and understand that the client, what they need, and think ahead or kind of forecast what's coming so that you can manage those expectations and end up with a happy customer at the tail end. Yeah. How do you, after you've established that good relationship, you've got business rolling in from word of mouth, what is something else that you can do to take that up to the next level of 
engagement in your community? You know, that's a great question. I think the first thing is, as we were touching on earlier, there's not necessarily a national real estate forecast. And yes, there's a ton of data and analytics that say, here's what's happening nationwide. But as we all know, markets are local. So really knowing and understanding your market, if you don't know your numbers in your market, you don't know your business. And so you have to understand what your competition looks like. And for us, and I think many across the United States, our competition is not typically another auctioneer. Mm -hmm. It may be against the traditional real estate process um, or a friend of the family or a for sale by owner or things of that nature. And so understanding the market, understanding property values, understanding neighborhoods, if you're on residential Mm -hmm. or on the commercial side and farm and ranch, those are all unique divisions and niches that we all focus on. And so You have to know your product. That is so, so critical. You have to know how to access information. Maybe it's your GIS systems and your register of deeds and your um, MLS system and all the statistics that are out there. You've got to know your numbers. That is so, so important. And so our approach has been getting involved, getting involved throughout the community whether that's participating in the MLS and being involved on the realtor associations and Mm -hmm. the MLS boards, or whether that's participating in the chamber, Mm -hmm. participating in business journal events. Our business journal has a family business awards or real estate awards, and those are recognition opportunities that can sometimes offer some credibility to Mm -hmm. you as a company within that local marketplace. In relation to that real estate community, we found that to be a very, very valuable tool, not only from a continuing education standpoint, so that we are better for our clients, but also we found that that's an opportunity for leadership positions. So that again, when a traditional real estate agent has a question about how an auction works, then they identify you as the auction authority in the marketplace and come to you to have some counsel and understand could auction be maybe a possible solution for a joint client there or potentially representing a buyer at an auction as well. And so we've really adopted a philosophy of a strong spirit of cooperation Mm -hmm. within the real estate community, and we've seen a lot of benefits through that. In addition to that, whether it is the business journal or the chamber events or any opportunity, there is always groups looking for speakers. Mm-hmm. You know, just last week I went and did a little quick fun auction for a group of judges and prominent attorneys mm-hmm. within the community. And so it's a little fun auction for a Christmas fun, but sometimes getting in front of the right people makes a huge difference with your business. And that takes us to the charity auction element too. Mm-hmm. You know, what we found is historically on the charity auction arena within our local community, those are also some of the most prominent families that we earn the opportunity to work for as well. Is there any advantage to partnering with other local businesses or do you do any of that kind of thing? We certainly do, especially within the realtor community. Mm-hmm. Again, back to that, we have adopted a very positive relationship with the realtor community. And so every day, you know, we field calls and cooperate on both ends of the transaction. And so we've found that to be valuable. You know, there's different philosophies about that within the industry, but it's also what works for you and your community. And in our market, we have a couple thousand realtors. And although that can sound like a lot of agents to some and maybe not that many to others. It's a sandbox and we all play in the same sandbox. And so having a good, positive spirit of cooperation in our market, maybe we're lucky that we have that. And we've been able to utilize that to our advantage with promoting auction as a solution to the clients. Within our marketplace, although we do you know hundreds and hundreds of real estate auctions a year, 
we're still a little small piece of the equation. Mm -hmm. 2008, we actually looked at these numbers a few days back. And 2008, we were seeing that auction collectively in our South Central Kansas region was roughly in the 2% range. Mm -hmm. So only 2% wow. of property selling at auction. Fast forward to 2018, and that number is up to 7%. Mm. And so we've definitely moved the needle, but it is a slow, slow process. And it's a process that when you keep improving processes, exposing the industry, having successes in your marketplace, again, continues to grow and display how auction can be and is in many situations the best solution. So how do you foster that relationship with the realtor community other than the boards and things that you've talked about? What else are you doing? Sometimes you will gain the loyalty of that agent for a single transaction. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you will gain their loyalty as a business partner. And the best relationships are when maybe we're not looking at one specific deal, but we're looking at a career. And the good quality agent out there, you know, again, they don't look at one transaction. They look at a solution that offers an option for their client. Maybe they identify an estate situation, or maybe they identify the properties that sell the best at auction. For us right now in this climate, seems like anything 10, 15 minutes outside of town, if it's got blacktop and a little bit of acreage, um, they like that. Mm -hmm. They want out. They want that country living, the HOA living in town doesn't seem quite as in demand as yeah. on the outskirts. And so sometimes when a good realtor that identifies, hey, this might be a property that I could have a line of people ready to compete for, mm -hmm. and they realize that sometimes when you put that out for competition, then you can realize the most money for that seller. And so really I'd say, again, knowing the numbers, mm -hmm. knowing the marketplace, knowing who your top agents are, knowing and building those relationships, and maybe it's going to lunch, or maybe it's putting together a sales presentation and going into the real estate offices, or maybe it's a um, you know one-on-one, -on -one or you know some of the best learning opportunities we have with the agents is on the front end with the consultation with the client and having that customer at their side. Mm -hmm. You know, we all go on an auction booking, and sometimes those can be thirty minutes, or sometimes those can be two hours, and you can many times get peppered with questions from mm -hmm. the general public. And when that agent's sitting there hearing all that, they're understanding and learning right alongside with their client. And then when they see the transaction happen and a result that's very successful and close smoothly, then one after another, they begin to realize this is a good fit. And what we found is we have some agents that we know they're typically good for five, 10, maybe 15 transactions a year. Yeah. And they become intelligent in what works well for an auction. And so sometimes when you've built that relationship over several years time, and then the phone rings, you know that it's it's the right transaction. That's what I was going to ask you if you see that you're finding yourself educating realtors on what you're actually capable of. That is such a process. And mm -hmm. we educate every day. In our industry, again, I say we, we all have maybe a little bit of a responsibility to educate in our local markets the power and the benefit of what we do. But naturally, it's a part of the job. Right. What are you doing on social media to help build the culture of auctions? So I'd say frequency and reach is obviously very critical. Exposure, naturally. Um, fortunately, within the National Auctioneers Association, we have some amazing training tools, specifically the AMM designation, mm -hmm. um, where there's some really strong, in-depth quality 
quality content to help us understand um, how we can do that. But a presence is so critical and continually staying in front of them with quality content that speaks to them and maybe gets them to open their eye. Mm -hmm. There's so many educational opportunities there within the general public. And you go where the traffic's at and naturally the social media channels, they are there, you Mm -hmm. know, just go look in your pocket and look at your phone at the screen time that each and every one of us spends on a phone every day. I can't, it makes me sad. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's scary almost. Um, And so the consumers are there. And so getting it to them, they read it and they will read it. And so that is a great opportunity and it's such an economical solution at times too. And how do you find that you're educating with marketing? We have such a small window to get someone's attention and you also have to be educating them sometimes on what you're doing, what the process of auction is. So how do you manage that? Cutting through the noise. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, um, it's an ever moving target, I would say. Uh, And so creating new quality, attractive content that generates some responsiveness is a challenge. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt there's a challenge. Um, It's kind of a fun challenge because you do get the opportunities like, you know, this past February with the Digital Marketing Summit, going there and saying, oh, I never thought about looking at Amazon to see what the top books are relative to this segment, maybe specifically real estate and saying, okay, here's the buzzwords Mm -hmm. that create click throughs and saying, okay, let's adapt and let's create some copy content for our messaging that is generating high click through based on past data. And so there's things like that, that you can just work 24 (laughs) seven creating that new content. But um, thinking creatively is obviously an element of that, no doubt. There's another element of how buyers, how potential sellers find your business. They see your name. The first thing we all do is go look up that business, see how they're rated with reviews, Better Business Bureau, whatever it is. What are those outlets that you're updating uh, information on to make sure it's accurate, checking your reviews, any of those things? You know, it's interesting you say that because um, just this last week, I had a timeline um, flashback on Facebook pop Mm -hmm. up, and it was from eight years ago when I called it 100% quits on the yellow pages. Ah. (laughs) And I had an image of that Mm -hmm. yellow book um, in the the wastebasket. Talk about change. It's it's here. So 100%, you have to be findable. You have to care about your online reputation. Um, And that trickles into so many different arenas. The online platforms are kind of endless, but naturally with your Google My Business or if you're in the real estate world and Zillow reputations or ratings that are on um, all so many different websites, they're plentiful and people trust in those reviews. I was seeing a stat the other day that 88% of consumers trust online reviews as much as they Mm -hmm. trust a personal recommendation. I mean, that's powerful, building a process to capture those reviews at the right time Mm -hmm. so that your clients are compelled to speak their story that advocates for you as a business. That testimonial side of what we've touched um, is so, so powerful Mm -hmm. and so beneficial to building that online reputation, but naturally very, very critical element within our businesses. And if you want to know where you're being reviewed, if you don't have any idea, if you're just starting in this, Google your business, Absolutely. see what pops up and go address it. Absolutely. So how have you changed your marketing strategies in order to continue to build that culture of auctions? I would say 
the number one thing, they want to hear the stories. Mm -hmm. They want to hear what worked. And they want some genuine testimonial that is from the heart, from our clients. Mm -hmm. And so we have tried to take the pathway of fostering auction advocates within our marketplace internally from a cultural standpoint with our employees. You know, it's so cool when the employees are out preaching the good word about how auction is benefiting clients mm -hmm. and, and them to witness this and see the power of how we're impacting families, it begins to kind of spread like wildfire, not only from a cultural standpoint with the employees, but I'd say our client base, hearing their stories, capturing that, whether that be in testimonials written or video form and sharing those stories has been such, such a big piece of our business. The old school approach to an auction years ago was you'd kind of do some mailers and you do some flyers and you do some newspaper ads and then you kind of wait and see who shows up. But in today's world, we sit here with AMM and some of the courses and the education opportunities we have, and we talk about things that are very, very in the weeds, technical in relation to targeted specifically Facebook ads or understanding your auction analytics mm -hmm. and knowing what are page views, what are all the dashboard of statistics that you need to help that client feel comfortable moving up to auction day. How many calls? How many registered bidders? How many page views? How many um, uh, showings? What's the feedback? I mean, all that information today, you're expected to have that data and share that with the customers. And I think when you're delivering that, they're realizing that auction is a good solution. Mm -hmm. And so we've no doubt seen a change in that regard. But I'd say ultimately getting the advocacy stories about how auction is so powerful and works well, um, publicly heard. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a challenge and that takes time. And that's not stuff that immediately translates into business, but at the same time, it's building that mindset. And once that mindset's established, it begins to spread. Mm -hmm. And it's neat to see that. So, you know, another opportunity there is when you are heavily involved in the community, whether it's the best places to work or chamber, we actually were nominated as the small business awards of the year in the category three, which um, is north of 25 employees. It's kind of a chance to reflect on your business. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a chance to hear the survey feedbacks from your employees, what you do right and what you can improve on. And it makes you a better business person because you do understand what it is that your team is looking for. And it helps you create an environment that they're thrilled and excited to come to work at every single day. Great. Well, okay, now the hard part's over. Now the fun part is going right. begin. So every time I make somebody do something uncomfortable or silly or fun, okay, I'm going to do a game with you called Association Associations. Okay. It's a little repetitive. I'm going to read you a word and you're going to rapid fire back at me the word that comes to mind. Okay. Word, 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 word. And we're going to go real fast. Interesting. You down for this? <laughs> okay. Okay. You're going to love it. It's going to be so fun. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Getting comfortable. All right. As <laughs> is. Distress. Appraisal. Low. <laughs> Bid. High. <laughs> Catalog. Boring. Escrow. <laughs> Close to closing. <laughs> Lot. Development opportunity. Outbid. Try again. <laughs> House. Um, <laughs> you'd think that'd be the easy one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Isn't this what you do? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd say house, I think a home ownership. Okay. Preview. Viewing. Reserve. Conditional. Broker. 
Leader? Land. Hunting. Lease. Income. Home. Home ownership. It's different than house, but you have the same answer. Yeah. All right. Foreclosure. Not very many today. <laughs> Estate. Senior transition. Cash. Has the money now. I would have said yes, please. Yeah. Closing. All done. And auctioneer. Entertainer. Nice. That wasn't too bad. No. That was the end of it. No, you no. made it through the That's rapid good. fire association yeah. associations. All right. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here. I think that we learned a lot. And, you know, as a reminder for everybody listening, the NAA has made big efforts to increase the public's awareness of the culture of auctions with our new website, howauctionswork.com, which also features an awesome article from Braden's sister, Megan McCurdy Needens, on buying houses at auctions and dispelling some of the common myths. And Braden, you're on the promotions committee. You've been a part of developing all of this public-facing initiative that we're doing. The website includes a blog full of articles that you can share with your community to further build up public knowledge of auctions because it's going to take all of us together. You also heard Braden mention our AMM designation, which stands for Auction Marketing Management. And that starts virtually this Thursday, October 29th, and runs Tuesdays and Thursdays through November 19th. The program has been rewritten this year with all new content. And if you'd like to learn more from the brilliant mind of Braden McCurdy, sign up for our virtual real estate designation, AARE, December 14th through 16th, including updated content regarding COVID-19 and virtual adaptations. This is a must for any real estate auctioneer. For more information about AMM, AARE, or any NAA designation, visit auctioneers.org slash designation academy. Excellent. Awesome. Thanks so much, Braden. Appreciate it. Friends, that's it for episode two of The Auction Advocate. We thank you so much for joining. And from all of us at the NAA, we're so glad you're all in with us.